Okay, good evening everybody. Thank you very much everybody for uh, for joining us tonight. Um, today we're going to learn Tehillim uh, Pei Beis. We're also going to say Tehillim Pei Beis. Um, the, we have sponsors tonight, so the, the learning for the month is sponsored by uh, Moshe Neva Kesselman, B'schus Wallachayelim, protecting Am Yisrael. Uh, also, um, weekly sponsorships uh, for this week by uh, Carol Stone Applebaum in honor of Bonnie and uh, Ellie Stone's 35th wedding anniversary. May Hashem always walk with you and your family. May he, continue, may he, capital H, sorry, continue to watch over you and be your constant guide. I am blessed to have you as my children. As how it reads over here, Mazaltov, and also by uh, Nitza and David Jerome in honor of Nachalibi's first birthday. So uh, happy birthday, Mazaltov, and Hashem Yishmor, Chayelim ve'al Kulano. Very good. Good evening. Welcome. Come on in, everybody. Come on in right over here. Perfect. Fantastic. Um, is, that, is that somebody's cup of tea, by the way? Is that the, what? What? Okay. Very excellent. Oh, we have source pages over here. They're they're coming down, um, and like. Uh, yeah, I don't know what that is, and that's also not my tea. I don't know. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know whose that is either. Um, maybe we should bring a tea. That's a good idea, actually. You know, maybe Belina there next week. We'll try to remember. We'll bring a. We'll bring a tea. You know. Involved. You had to bring drinks last time. All right, that's not a bad idea. Uh, you know, we'll have to. We'll have to remember. I apologize. Okay, fine. <laughs> but let's let's learn. Everybody ready? So uh, we're gonna do like we always do every week. We are well now every week. No, uh, we used to be whatever. Okay, we uh, we're gonna we're gonna learn uh, tail and pay base, and then we're gonna say the tail and um, afterwards. And so. Um, uh, let's get to it. Everybody ready? We're gonna. I'm gonna read and loosely translate the tale like we usually do in the beginning. We'll get an idea of what the tale is about. Then we'll move through the words of the Rishonim and the Achronim and try to get a, a deeper sense of what the tale is about. And then uh, hopefully that deeper sense will um, um, give us a better uh, concept of some of the ideas in the tale and also help us say the tale better, which is uh, which is really um, in addition to our learning uh, the secondary goal that we're really <coughs> we're really after. So um, so let's so let's do this tale babies. This uh, should be a familiar parak of Tehillim because it is part of our weekly, not daily, but weekly davening. So, uh, so here we go. Mizmorli Asaf, a song to uh, Asaf. Elohim nitzav ba'adas elu bekerev Elohim yishpot. That God stands. Nitzav means to nitzav means to stand. Oh, there's more pages over here in the middle of the table. Um, that God stands. Ba'adas um, el amongst the congregation of God bekerev Elohim yishpot and amidst um, uh, um, uh, judges. Let's just say judges. Sometimes the the Torah and the Tanakh uses the word Elohim to mean judges. So for example, the Torah says if two people are fighting, they have a disagreement, ad Elohim which means not they don't bring their quarrel to God, it means that they bring their quarrel to the judges. And the judges here are referred to as Elohim. Um, so sometimes um, Elohim refers to God, and sometimes it refers to um, officers. To, to In this case, it means judges. Right? Um, until when will you judge um, unjustly? Avel really means um, um, iniquity. Until when will you judge iniquity? And pick up the heads of the Rishayim. You know, I didn't, uh, a few weeks ago, um, I felt a little bit bad because I asked A.B. Miller to get me a Tanakh and then I didn't have time. And I'm hoping tonight that I will have time because this is a short parak of Tehillim and you notice there's only two sides of the page. And so even though we started a little bit late tonight, I'm hoping that, uh, that I'm going to have time for this. So I'm going to throw this nugget out there right now even though um, I, I'm not sure that I should but I will um, you find in you find in the Tehillim the word Sela a whole bunch of times and it's very unclear what the word Sela means and yeah 
forever? Yes, forever. Exact, exactly correct. But let's look, if that were true, right, let's look at this sentence, right? Because this is a question, right? Ad masai tishbetu avel, for how long will you judge iniquity? Upnei rishayim tisusela. And uh, you would translate it like this, right? The heads of the wicked you will pick up forever. Meaning like, it's sort of like a rhetorical. Like, will you pick up the heads of the wicked forever? Right? Yeah, that's very, very plausible. That's one interpretation of, uh, of Sela. The Radak in Tehillim Perik Gimel, which is not a Tehillim that we've learned um, together as of yet, but the Radak in Tehillim Perik Gimel thinks that the word Sela is a musical note. It's a musical note. Um, and uh, and it, somehow it got incorporated into the text of the Tehillim, but was originally intended for the band players. You know, um, that when they, you know, I don't know, it was either uh, a specific way of playing a note or a specific way of singing the song. And so, uh, and so it's said in the, you know, like in the, in the writings and in the notes. So here it would say, That's really the end of the sentence. And then, and then there had a musical note in the side that said, Sela. I find that Radak to be so fascinating. No, true, not true, I don't know. I'm saying it's about, you know, different opinions amongst the Rishonim, what the word means. But it's so fascinating that there would be a musical Musical note that made its way into 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 Tehillim. I think that one of the things that the Radak says is that you find this word Sela um, in Tehillim um, significantly more than anywhere else in the in the whole Tanakh. And since Tehillim is all made up of song, it's one of the reasons why he believes that uh, this word is so prominently featured in the Tehillim and not anywhere else in in the rest of Tanakh. Um, I, he doesn't say that, that it means to pause and think. He doesn't say that. He thinks that it's a musical note for the musicians. I, I think, again, I don't have it in front of me right now, but I, I think that specifically um, he's talking about the way that the song was sung. Um, but I think that those are generally the two explanations that you find for this interesting word. Um, so in any event, sorry, that's just an aside and, and not really um, entirely relevant, although it's directly on topic. It's just, you know, uh, not, uh, whatever. Okay, I find it very interesting. I don't know, okay, fine. Um, uh, while I'm on this note, why not? It's okay, fine, right? Um, uh, you know, it's, it's so funny. I, I took two of my daughters um, to with me uh, tonight. I, 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 um, I, on Sunday evenings, I teach a class in Midrash at Lindenbaum in Yerushalayim, and um, I took uh, I took two of my daughters with me. Now the kids are not in school full time these days. I don't know if everybody here knows that the kids are not in school full time, and so I have some high school girls who have some time on their hands, and so I am very lucky that they are willing to come with me to learn in the Beit Midrash and come to. Uh, my uh, my class and so um, we were on our way there and I made a joke about how it would be so embarrassing if my kids were mafria in my own class to which one of the kids said dad you don't have to worry about it because you are mafria in your own class which is actually spot on entirely correct right and so the, 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 it means to interrupt uh, you know like in the middle of the class so they said I interrupt myself so they don't have to worry about interrupting me because I do it to myself but um, Asaf over here Right in Pas in Pasuk Aleph, right? Mizmorli Asaf. I took a, a step backwards, right? Because um, I don't think we mentioned this, even though I believe we've come across Asaf together. But I don't think that we noted this last time. Although maybe we did. I can't keep it straight anymore, and I apologize. Um, it's good to review, even if we did see it last time. Um, Asaf is one of the Leviim. Um, in Divrei Ayamim, we, we have this fellow, his name is Asaf. He's one of the Leviim in the days of David HaMelech. And David HaMelech gives instruction to the Leviim on how to sing. We know that David HaMelech was very musical. 
David HaMelech plays music for Shaul. That's how he originally gets introduced uh, to Shaul. We know that David HaMelech played music when he was out with his sheep before he gets introduced to uh, to Shaul. And even later, we find David HaMelech um, playing playing music. Beyond that, we find in Divrei Yamim that David HaMelech gives instruction to the Levium how to play music and what music to and what music to play. And Asaf is one of those Levium who David HaMelech gives instruction on how to play. There's actually a really interesting Machlokes Arishonim when the Tehillim here says Mizmor Asaf. Now I'm getting ahead of myself instead of behind, but it's okay. I'll just finish the thought. When Thank the Tehillim here says, "You're welcome." When the Tehillim here says Mizmor Asaf, uh, it potentially can mean a number of different things. Machlokes Arishonim. Either it means that Asaf wrote the poem, right? Mizmor Asaf. This is a song written by Asaf. Asaf is one of the band members, one of the Leviim, who played for Davin HaMelech. That we know from the Psukim in the Tanakh. So Mizmor Li Asaf, the, the, I think the simple interpretation when you find some of the Rishonim, is that Asaf wrote this, wrote this parak of Tehillim. But a second interpretation that you find is that David HaMelech told Asaf to play this song. Meaning David HaMelech wrote the parak of Tehillim, or somebody else wrote the parak of Tehillim. But Asaf was the band member who was featured in this in this song like you ever um i remember one time when i was younger i don't remember where it was but i remember one time i went uh to hear itzhak perlman play anybody here ever ever hear itzhak perlman sure. play but sure amazing right but he didn't play alone he played with with uh um a symphony but i didn't go to hear the symphony I went to hear Itzhak Perlman. Does that make sense what I just said, everybody? Yeah? And so the same thing might be true here. That here we have a Mizmor Li Asaf. What does that mean we have a Mizmor Li Asaf? It means that Asaf was featured, right, to play, or or he was maybe the conductor. That I'm not sure. That exactly what it is. But he was, you know, um, a, a feature player. What? A soloist. a soloist or the conductor, I don't know which one or the other, right? You know, um, to, in in this in this song, but not necessarily he was the composer of this of this song. We don't know. I'm, I'm telling you theories that the Rishonim have. We don't know, right? Uh, we were actually talking about this earlier this evening, me and some of my me and some of my girls um, about who you know really composed and put together all of the Book of Tehillim. If you go through the Book of Tehillim, there are 150 chapters in the Book of Tehillim. 100 of them have um, what's this called? Um, um, when when an author or a person is stated here, there's an English word. It starts with an S, um, uh, or at least I think it does. It's on the tip of my tongue, in the back of my tongue, whatever whatever that see. is. What um, superscriptions? Uh, no, yeah, very funny. That's hilarious, Mordechai. Thank you. Um, <laughs> there's an attribution. It's not the word I was looking for, but it's fine. There's 100 out of the 150 prakim that has an attribution, meaning that it, there is a person associated with the song. So here it's Mizmorli Asaf, right? A song for Asaf, right? A uh, hundred out of 150. Um, I didn't count that. Uh, you know, um, has um, has attribution like that, and 50 uh, 50 don't. Right, um, and so and so, it's very interesting discussion amongst the Rishonim exactly where all of the hill uh, came from. We we give them all to David Amelech, um, even if David Amelech didn't write all of them. Um, you know, he uh, he chose them and put them together in this book of Tehillim, or he had the Levium play them. Right, um, either for um, for Nevi'im because you play music for Nevi'im, you find a number of places in in Tanakh or in the service um, that they were offering, or or. Just because David Amelech liked music, um, which is also very plausible and possible, because David Amelech played um, a lot of a lot of music, and so we attribute all of them to to David Amelech. That's why we call um, the Book of Tehillim right the songs of uh, of David Amelech, even if uh, even if I'm, I'm saying even because it could be that he did write all of them, or it could be that he collected all of them, or it could be that he had other people play all of them. But they all come to us through David Amelech, even if he wasn't necessarily the composer of each of the each of the songs. I hope it just presented a, a number of 
different theories in a quasi-coherent fashion, yes? So now let's get back to our Tehillim. I'm going to start reading again from the beginning, but I'm going to read it faster this time until I get up to what we were up to, which is Pasuk Gimel. Don't worry, I'm still, I'm still with it. Ms. This is 82. Yes, ma'am. Mizmorli Asaf, right? So a song for Asaf. Elohim Nitzav Badas El God stands amongst the, the congregation, um, and God stands with the judges, um, or, or God stands with the judges as they judge. Yishpot, right? Admasai Tishbetu Avel. For how long will you judge iniquity? Ufnei Rishon Tisusela and pick up the heads of the wicked. Shiftu Dalvi Asom Ani Verosh You should judge um, the the Dalvi Asom. The, the downtrodden and the, the orphans, Ani, the poor, Virush, and the, the, the lowly, Hatstiku, you should make righteous. Paltu Dal, the Evion, you should save again the Dal, the lowly, the Evion, and um, uh, it's be below poor. Somebody who's below poor. What's somebody who's below poor? What? Uh, yeah, it's it's a, it's a linked word, right? Oni is is you would say uh, like in Pasuk Gimel we had we had Oni, right? We had Oni, which is poor, and now Evion is like beneath poor. Um, in um, what? Destitute. That destitute. That's excellent English. Destitute. Excellent English. It's funny. I was. Kayla asked me today. I, I had trouble with a word today. Also, Kayla asked me if I was losing my English, and I said I hope. I hope that's what's going on, right? Um, so, exactly. Save the dal and the evion, right? The 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 lowly and the, and the destitute. Miyad rishon hatzilu. Save them from the hands of the wicked. Lo yadu. They don't know the lo yavinu, and they don't understand. They walk in the dark. Yimotu kolmos they are. And the pillars of the earth are being um, weakened. They're they're um, they're they're tottering. They're shaking. They're um, they're um, um, they're not strong anymore. Yimotu. They're they're being crooked. They're 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 weakening. Right. The pillars of the earth. Ani amarti Elohim atem. I said that you were like gods. Uvinel yon kulchem. And you were like children of on high. Vinel yon. Children from from up above. Achain. However, kaadam timusun like. Like Adam, like a person, you will die. And like any of the other officers, you will fall down. Stand up, God, and judge the earth. Because you, God, give the inheritance to all of the to all of the people. So summarize, yeah. Um, uh, you know, we read quickly. We translated us. We read quasi quickly. We translated quasi quickly, right? We went through the parak of Tehillim. Um, I translated all of the words, and I think if we had to give topic sentence, broad broad idea, um, there are bad judges, and uh, and and uh, David Amelech is asking for God to. Uh, to stand in the place of the bad judges and to deliver righteous um, justice and judgment. Is that the. Uh, where was he a few months ago? The what? Judicial system thing. Oh, very interesting. I actually, you know, I'll tell you a funny story, which is not so funny, um, and it's not such a story. But um, <laughs> when I was preparing, when I was preparing this uh, this afternoon, I thought about that for a minute. I was like, "Ooh, maybe I should do something about the judicial reform." And then I was like, "No, nah, forget that. I'm not. Uh, I don't want to go there right now. I'm not interested. Um, I don't know if anybody else is, but uh, it's it's a good topic for a different year. But it's not tonight's year because tonight we're just going to learn the tonight we're just going to learn the Tehillim, right? And so let's just let's just do that. So if you 
look in the Radak, the Radak gives us a little bit of backstory. The Radak says that um, this this um, this Tehillim is about judges who judge poorly. Judges who judge poorly. And then the Radak says, and maybe, maybe, David HaMelech is saying tefillah for the days of Yehoshaphat. Now, Yehoshaphat lived after David HaMelech. So it can't be that the Radak is saying that David HaMelech is saying tefillah, uh, you know, um, r- reminiscing about Yehoshaphat, because it didn't happen yet. He's saying tefillah for Yehoshaphat. It's just like Rashi says, right, that Yaakov Avinu says the tefillah for Shimshon, right? So David HaMelech says to Hillen Pei Beis for Yehoshaphat. Does that, is, is that okay with everybody? That David HaMelech in his nevuah, is everybody willing to buy that? I just sold that, you know, is that okay? That David HaMelech in his Nevuah, right, is saying this tefillah about Yehoshaphat. Alternatively, we could try to suggest that this tefillah was written later and added to the book of Tehillim. I will not make such a suggestion. You can find such a suggestion, right, um, in uh, in different in different places. But I'm going with the former, what I said before, right, that David HaMelech is saying this tefillah with his Ruach HaKodesh looking forward to Yehoshaphat. So who was Yehoshaphat? And what is this tefillah specifically referencing? And so that's why I gave you your Direyam and Bet Paragyut which is the parak that uh, the Radak is talking about. But in order to understand this, I have to tell you what happens in Divrei Yamim Perak Bet Perak Yudchet, because in the parak immediately before this, we find the death the death of Achav. Anybody remember Achav? Achav was uh, was not a good king. Yes, he was. Now remember, the Jewish monarchy at this point is split. There's the kingdom of Israel and the kingdom of Judah, right? Um, in the north and in the south. Achav is the king of Israel, and Yehoshaphat is the king of Yehuda is the king of the of Judah, right? The king in the south. And um, Ahav, um, while a bad religious king, was a fairly strong um, economic uh, king. And Yehoshaphat, when he becomes king, makes a peace deal with King Ahav. Yes, correct. That is correct. So Yehoshaphat makes a peace deal with King Ahab, and Yehoshaphat goes up north to visit King Ahab. And King Ahab convinces Yehoshaphat to go out to battle with Ahab, with the, the northern kingdom of Israel. He convinces Yehoshaphat to bring troops from southern Israel and go out to battle with with Ahab. That was a mistake. The Navi comes to them and the Navi tells them not to. The Navi Micha comes to them and tells them uh, and tells them not to, and they disregard the word of the Navi and uh, they go out to, they go out to battle. Ahab dies in that battle, and Yehoshaphat narrowly escapes. Right from uh, from battle, he returns back to southern Israel, and that's where we pick up the story. So Yehoshaphat returns back to southern Israel, narrowly escaping death, while King Ahab of the north actually dies in this battle that they fu- that they fight together. And the Navi says like this: Yehoshaphat comes home in peace to Yerushalayim. Yehu the Navi comes out to greet him. And he says to King Yehoshaphat, He says, what did you think was going to happen when you, you know, made cahoots with Ahav? You thought you were getting good with Ahav and everything was going to be fine? You were going to, you know, uh, buddy-buddy up to to Ahav up there in the north and God wasn't going to care? You should not have partnered up with Ahav. That was a mistake in the first place. And uh, you narrowly escaped. Look what look what happened. Aval. However, however, 
דברים טובים נמצאו עמך, you're not a bad guy, יהושפט. כי בערת שירוס מן הארץ, you've already gotten rid of idol worship from the land, הכינוס הלבבך לדרוש אלוהים, you are prepared to seek God. In fact, when he went up north to Achav, he was the one who said, we need to ask the Nevi'im before we go out to battle. Now why he didn't listen to the Navi is a different question, not for us right now, right? But he was the one who sought out the word of the Navi in the first place. Achav didn't want to ask the Navi. Uh, what to do in battle. All of that is in the, in the previous parakh. And Yehoshaphat saw this as a wake-up call. A wake-up call. And he went through Yerushalayim, through southern Israel, down to Be'er Sheva, and he returned the people back to God. He called the people back to God. And he starts this big teshuva movement amongst the Jewish people because he saw that this, this you know, his escape um, and his salvation, right, um, uh, as, a, as a wake-up call. And he goes city by city and he appoints new judges throughout all of his kingdom. And he says to the judges, Look what you guys are doing. You are not just judging for people. You're judging for God. And God is with you while you judge. By the way, you hear the notes of our Tehillim? Yeah, do you remember the first pasuk that we read? Elohim nitzav ba'adas el bekerev Elohim yishpot. God is standing amongst the people and amidst the judges, God judges. You hear the notes of of Yehoshaphat. Yehoshaphat says to the judges, "You're not just judging people; you're judging with God." Va'ata, and now as you judge, yehi pachad adonai aleichem. The fear of God should be upon you. Shimru, be cautious. Va'asu, and and do your duty. Ki ein im adonai Elohim. Because when we're dealing with God, there's no bribery, there's no uh, favoritism, there's uh, there's nothing you can do. And he appointed also um, Kohanim and Leviim to be judges in Yerushalayim, even though the king had a court in Yerushalayim, he appointed judges in Yerushalayim as well. And he commanded them as follows. He said, He said, this is how we should act. With fear of God, with belief, and with a full heart. And any quarrel that comes to you, whatever the case is, it's monetary, it's, uh, it's torts, it's... Uh, it's uh, it's punitive, whatever it is. These are temosam, and you should warn the people, teach them. Do not let them sin to God. Because if we do, then God will get angry at us, and God will get angry at our brothers. This is how we have to judge, and we should not become guilty. And that's uh, that's what. Um, that's what Yehoshaphat uh, sets up his, uh, his new courts. And the Radak believes that it could be that David HaMelech says this parak of Tehillim asking for, for the removal of the, the, um, 
the wicked judges, the 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 inappropriate judges, and the replacement. Well, well, well David Melech davening for God to replace the judges, but it could be that the Radak thinks that David Melech was davening for Yehoshaphat and for his appointment of new judges um, in this in this parak that we just that we just learned. Yeah, right. That's what we did. What was that? Well, oh, you're making a judicial reform joke. Okay, fine. Very good. Right. Insert judicial reform joke right here. Right. Okay. Very, 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 very fine. But I'll tell you something else. Uh, not, but no, that I'm not going to talk about. But you know what I am going to talk about. Yeah. I'm going to talk about this comment that Rabbi Hirsch, Rabbi Hirsch writes. And I apologize. I didn't put on the sheet, but I didn't read it until after I, I sent the sheet, you know, for, for, for print. And because it would have made me longer than two pages. Right. Not none of my concern, actually. Right? Um, trees, trees were made. We, we shared this before. Too, no, tr no, 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 no. Trees. That's not a criticism. <laughs> not one, two no, pages. no, 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 no. It's totally fine. You could have more than two pages, as many pages as you need. In fact, when I used to teach in the classroom, I would never give out a page that was two-sided like this. That's confusing for the students. You only put one side of the page, and I, I, I am not compassionate on the trees. The trees want nothing more than to be used as Torah pages. That's exactly what they want. The tree, the trees. Want, that they want nothing more, right? That, that is that. That's God gave us the world to 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 use, and we should not be wasteful. We should not be wasteful. But if it enhances the student learning, uh, this is my own my own teaching philosophy. You don't have to agree with me. It's okay. If it enhances the student learning, then that's what that's what it's there for for us for us to use it for. And the trees want nothing more than to be Torah pages. But this is what I this is what I what this is what, this is what I was going to say. If you um, if you'll notice, Rabbi Hirsch points out that the very last sentence of the Tehillim that we'll get to shortly. But the very last sentence. Look at the end. Yep. Which means that the tefillah here is that God should stand and arise and judge the earth because God gives inheritance to whom? To whom? Bechol What does bechol mean? All of the nations. It means, Rabbi Hirsch writes, this is, uh, this is very interesting. Um, it means, Rabbi Hirsch says, it is evident that Asaf, he thinks Asaf is the author of the, of the poem, which is fine. We discussed that as a possibility before. It means it is evident that Asaf does not primarily concern himself with the Jewish people only. You see, we just learned the Radak, and the Radak said this is a tefillah for Yehoshaphat. He's appointing judges for the Jews. Rabbi Hirsch says, whoa, hang on a second. Appointing judges for the Jews? Interesting. But if you look at the very last pasuk, it's much broader than only the Jews. He's not only concerned, this is not only a tefillah for Jewish judges, this is a tefillah bechol agoyim. This is a tefillah for, for all of the judges. But he also pleads the cause of the salvation of all mankind on earth, the existence of welfare of all of which is dependent first of all upon the proper enforcement of justice. You see what Rabbi Hirsch is saying? Rabbi Hirsch is saying it's very difficult to live in a world in which the international criminal, criminal court is corrupt. It's, it's very difficult to, to live in a world in which you cannot trust the bodies of justice and judgment that you'd like to be able to trust, right? It's, it's terrible, nobody cares about my politics, but everybody everybody knows, right, that, that the, it would be silly to assume that individual nations in the United Nations do not have their own personal agenda, right, that they are representing in that body. It's Pollyannish to believe that the United Nations represents the consensus of world thought where everybody is just trying to figure out what is the best thing for the world. And nobody has any of their own personal agenda or own, you know, uh, desire that they, that they think they can benefit 
benefit most from? Did I just say something controversial? I, I hope I didn't. What? what? Oh, this is a safe crowd, you're saying. Okay, fine. This recording going to get out. Everyone's like, everyone's like, yeah, that's obvious. I mean, come on, right? Okay, fine. We all work together. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, right? It, it, should only, it should only be such, right? What I'm trying to get at is that what Rabbi Hirsch is saying, this is not even me, this, this is what Rabbi Hirsch is saying. Rabbi Hirsch is saying is that we can look at this tehillim broadly. We don't have to look at it narrowly. It's not only about our court system. It's not about judicial reform, and it's not about, you know, uh, Bate Din, and I can tell you some Bate Din stories. I can. Um, I won't, but I could, right? You know, um, it's not, it's not what it's about, only what it's about. It's about the world in general. It's about where do you go to seek justice and, 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 and righteousness on that broad level. And when there's nowhere to go because everybody has their own agenda and because everybody has their, their own personal desires that they want to see and everybody's trying to figure out how can I benefit most from, from this situation when you, have, when you have nowhere to go, that's when you say this to Hillen. That's when you say this to Hillen. You say this to Hillam and you say, God, there's nowhere to go for grievance. There's nowhere to go. And the places where you would go for grievance, you will not find justice. Because in the halls of justice, you will find people with their own agenda and their own desires of what they want to see and how they can benefit. And when you have nowhere to go and the halls of justice are, are not blind, but are skewed, right? Then you call out to God and you say, uh, you say, How long? How long? For how long will we have to bear when the, when, when the international you know, uh, justice will, will judge uh, iniquity? And uh, and therefore, you know, Kumel Hemshav God, just you know, you you stand up, right, uh, and and judge me, Tain, Amen, right. We'll we'll see one day, one day. I know, I know, I know, and and hopefully soon, Bimera, right, Bimera soon. I hope so. But yeah, exactly right. There we go, right. But um, but that's but that's Rabbi Hirsch's that's Rabbi Hirsch's comment. And so it's broader than that. So that I'll say. <laughs> Other thing I won't say, at least not now. But uh, but that uh, but that that I, I that I was. What was that? Now you have to say, you just can't say I'm not going to say that. And then not I'm not talking it. about judicial reform. I told you already. I'm not going to do it. You keep trying to goad me, but it's not going to happen. <laughs> right? It's not, not it. going to happen, Mordechai. I apologize. Not tonight. Well, Very good. Well, then what you said right. about you were going to say it, but you weren't going to say it. <laughs> 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 All right, good. Now, back back to back to the Tehillim. So we, we're, we're, we're now up to Pasuk Aleph to move with the Rishonim and the Nachronim, right? So, that God stands. Now, you'll notice that God is standing with two different groups of people here, yes? Who's God standing with? He's standing Ba'adas El with the congregation of God, and he's also Bikerev Elohim Yishpot. He's in the midst of the judges, right? He is judging. So if you look at the Malbi, he writes what, 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 what might be simple now that I just pointed that out, which is Elohim Nitzav Ba'adas El, Elohim Omeid Bein Abaledinim, Veha'edim, Haboim La Mishpot, Shehem Tzrichim Lamot. The first place God is standing is with the defendant and with the prosecutor. And with the witnesses, that's what it means when it says Elohim nitzav ba'adas el. It means when you walk into a court case, when you walk into a, a beit din, right? God is there with you. God is standing there with the prosecution, with the defense, with the witnesses. God is present. And when you speak in the beit din, you are speaking in the presence of God. Now the truth is, this is true always. When wherever we go. We, we, we walk with God and we speak with God. However, Elohim made imahem, God is standing with them. Elohim And God is judging with the judges, meaning, God is sitting with the judges and he's judging with them. We'll see why this is so important. I don't know, it's because we could ask a good question, right? Which I sort of just alluded to right now. I don't know, do you guys remember this? Um, uh, when I was growing up, 
there was a song. Um, by the way, thank you for turning on your conditioning. Yeah, like I remember I'm, right now, I'm, I'm appreciating it. Right. <laughs> I remember there's there was there was a song um, by Uncle Maishi, and it, it used to go like this. Uh, I imagine it still goes like this. But I, I don't know if you you've heard this one. It goes like this. It goes Hashem is here. here. Hashem is there. there. Hashem is truly. Everywhere, right? You remember that, I'm right? Right? Yeah, there we go. Exactly, beautiful, right? But but if that's true, then what are we adding here? So what? God is with the the prosecution and with the defense and with the witnesses and and God is with the judges. Well, God is with all of us, right? So we'll see what's being stressed here. We're going to get there. I'm, I'm not going to answer this right this second, but I am going to answer this, right? We'll see why we're stressing that God is in the basin, that God is in the court. Why is that so significant? Why is that so important, right? Um, we're going to get there in a few minutes, but but that's point number one, right? That God is with everybody in the in the court. Courtroom. Now let's get the pasuk base. Ad masai tishbetu avel ufinei rishayim tisu sela. So again, I love Malbim, yeah, because we could have translated this pasuk, and if you look at Mitsudos, he actually does, but I didn't give it to you here on the sheet, right? Um, as saying the same thing twice, which means ad masai tishbetu avel, right? For how long will you judge iniquity? Will you judge poorly? Ufinei rishayim tisu sela, and pick up the heads of the wicked. It's all the same thing, yeah. You judge wrongly, you pick up the wicked. The wicked become right. Righteous, however, however it is, right, and it's all it's all the same thing. And Malbim, he he read psukim, uh, whatever. Look, look at what Malbim writes. Vehine, netias hamishpat yeh b'shnei panim. There are two different ways that you can judge um, um, poorly. Two different things could happen, and they're very different, right? Aleph one b'mishpat shel shnei balei dinim shebayim la mishpat malve velove kone elmocher vikadome. Two guys come into court. Right, uh, a borrower, a lender, a buyer, a seller, whatever the case is, it doesn't make a difference. Two guys come into court. Al Omar ad masai tishpitu avel, and so the judge, if he judges um, poorly on purpose, right? In this case, he's tishpitu avel, meaning he's giving mishpat tishpitu. He's giving mishpat, but the mishpat is avel. The mishpat is iniquity. That's the first half of the sentence. Ad masai tishpitu avel. For how long will you judge? Iniquity. How long will you judge a crookedly, right, and poorly? That's number one. That's number one. Meaning there's an actual court case. Two guys come in, and, and I, as the wicked judge, right, decide to help this guy and to punish um, this guy. So far, so good. That's Aleph. But now, Bet, Beheelem Ayin, Me'asos Mishpat, Be'oshkim, Vichomsim, Ubale Zroa. You know what number two is? Number two, there's no court case. I just turn my blind eye. I don't look. I don't prosecute. I grant immunity to the wicked. I, I, I fail to point out injustice where it exists because it's convenient for me to ignore it or because I don't want to start up with these ruffians. I don't want to start up with, uh, with these guys. And so I ignore it. There's no court case. Does everybody see the difference between these two things? There's no court case. I allow injustice to carry because it's easier for me to turn an, to turn an eye, right, and to ignore it. And that's what he means, I pick up, I allow to rise the, the wicked. It's not that I'm judging in their favor. I just allow them to rise. How do I allow them to rise? By ignoring what they're doing, by failing to prosecute and point out and go after them. So, so it's two different things, yeah? Ad masai tishbetu avel, for how long will the judges actually judge improperly, but also ufnei risham tisusela, also allow the, the heads of the wicked to rise up without smacking them down, without, uh, without prosecuting, without, uh, without taking charge. You know, it's like, you remember like those old Western movies? 
where there's like, you know, uh, um, these ruffians who are coming through town and nobody wants to start up with them because they're they're mean and they kill everybody, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, everyone knows what I'm talking about, right? And then there's like obviously some kind of, you know, sheriff or deputy there, whatever, you know, and they don't want to do anything about it. Okay, then the new sheriff comes into town and that's how the whole movie goes, right? You know what I right? But the old sheriff and the old deputy, right, they were there, but they turned an eye. So that's not Admasai Tishbetuavel, that is that's allowing the heads of the wicked to rise by not pointing out their wickedness, by not trying to prosecute them. So far, so good. So there's two different ways that the judges fail us when they either prosecute poorly or um, uh, when, they, um, when they fail to prosecute at all. Good. Now, instead, shiftu, pasagimel, shiftu dalviasom, Ani virosh hatstiku, and let's do pasuk dalad while we're at it also, because they are similar pesukim, but we'll point out a few nuance differences between them. Paltu dal vievyon miyad rishoim yatsilu hahatsilu. Sorry. So instead, shiftu dal viasom. You should judge the lowly and the orphans. Ani virosh hatstiku, the the poor and the 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 desolate. Excuse me, hatstiku. You should make you should make righteous. And in the next pasuk. Paltu, save, Dalviavyon, the poor and the destitute, Miyad Rishaim from the hands of the wicked, Hatsilu. You should save them. So if you look um in uh look in Ibn Ezra, let's just skip down to, to Ibn Ezra for a second. It's the it's the it's I skipped one source, right? So if you look in Ibn Ezra, Ibn Ezra says, Shiftu Asu Mishpat Yasom Sheino Zerlo. So you should do the 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 judgment, the justice of the yasom of the orphan, because he has no one else, or she has no one else, or he, he, it's, it's, but it's both, whatever, to to help them, right? Sorry, everybody, don't be oversensitive here. right? They don't have the regular support systems, right? Um, that 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 many people have to support them. They don't have uh, parents. They don't have uh, a spouse. They don't have the regular... They don't don't have money. Exactly. They don't have the regular support systems and so he's calling out to assist and to help these people. Now, if you look at the the rest of the Ibn Ezra, right, he says that and some of this nuance is very nice. Paltu shiftu dal bimamon paltu dal benefesh. There's two different psukim here because there's two different cases that we're talking about. One is financial monetary cases, right? Do justice, judgment, financial, monetary cases. And the other is benefesh, um, which means um, with, their, with their bodies, with their souls, protect them as, as people from, from abuse, right? Um, and whatever the scenarios or the cases might be. Is everything okay? Yeah? Okay, good. You made me nervous. It's, it's okay, fine. Right? Well, well, okay, fine. Very good. Right? Um, so, that's, so that's two different cases and different groups of, and different groups of people. Now, if you look in, this, uh, in, the, in the Midrash, turn the page over for a second. And, um, oh, uh, uh, is this important for us to do right now? It's on the page. I know, I know, I know. Um, okay, uh, so if you just want, I'll just tell you what this, keep the page turned over. Um, but the, the Malbim says that the reason why there's two different psukim over here, um, again, is based on his understanding that we already just learned right before, which is that he thought there was two different ways that judges can, can, um, uh, allow injustice to rise. One is to actually do it. One is just to ignore it. And that's why the Malbim thinks that there's two different psukim here. The first pasuk, pasuk gimel, is shiftu dalviasom, which means judge, 
the case of the Dal and the Yasom. I'm reading Pasuk Gimel again, and the interpretation that I'm saying is the Malbim, which is the very top interpretation on the second side of the page, right? So it, what, I'm, what I'm doing right now is, okay, uh, it's the very top interpretation on the second side of the page, but he's explaining Pasuk Gimel and Pasuk Dalit. So that's, but I'm not going to read it inside. Um, I'm just going to say what he says. I'm sorry if I'm being confusing tonight. The Pasuk Gimel, right, the Malbim explains like this, Shiftu Dal V'yasom, right, judge the cases of the Dal and the Yasom, meaning, again, judge them, meaning judge them properly. Ani Viroch Hatstiku, make them righteous. That's, that's for scenarios where a court case actually comes and they will issue judgment. So judge it properly, judge it with tzedek, right, with, with righteousness. The, se the second Pasuk, Pasuk Dalid, Paltu Dal means save the Dal and Avion. He doesn't say judge. Does everybody see the difference? In Pasuk Gimel, he says judge. In Pasuk Dal, he doesn't say judge. He says save. It's the verbs in Pasuk Gimel are shiftu and hatstiku. Shiftu means to judge, hatstiku means to make righteous. The verbs in Pasuk Dalit are paltu and hatsilu. They both mean to save. They're both different kinds of, of saving. And so the Malbim says in Pasuk Gimel, he's talking about when the court case actually comes to you. Judge it properly. Judge it correctly. Pasuk Dalit is not talking about when the court case comes to you. It's talking about saving people. Save people who are who are being downtrodden. Save people who are... Have a great night, Monica. Save people, right, who are... Uh, who are who are who are in trouble and don't have support and people are taking advantage of them. Don't turn your eyes, save them. Yeah. So that's outside of I mean that's outside of judgment. That's yes. like people on the street walking by. Yes. Outside of courts. I mean, outside of That's how the Malbim understands. The Malbim understands that 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 the that the Navi here is is laying, and this is interesting, laying at the feet of the justices, not just what goes on in their courtroom, but the justice of the entire society. Mm -hmm. Right? And that makes sense. And, right? Okay, good. I'm good. Have it in the States now all the time. That what? That you have obvious things happening in the society yes. that would need to be yes. prosecuted and right right the, right that's correct and the, the oh oh uh, yes but is that the responsibility of the judges i don't know i'm not sure but here in the tehillim right Dr. is saying it is it is the responsibility of or he's laying responsibility for the justice of the society in general at the feet of the judges. And, and, and what he's saying is, what goes on in your courtroom is, in your, is your responsibility. And you have to judge fairly and, and justly and righteously in your courtroom. And what happens out on the street is also your problem. And that's for sure correct. That's for sure correct. Right, and uh, and so that also is is their responsibility, and that's why you have these two different psukim: the first to judge righteously, and the second to save the people who are being taken advantage of and uh, and and downtrodden by by I'm not going to say by the system, by by people, right, or by the system, whichever it doesn't doesn't matter, right? Depends on your politics, right? <laughs> whatever, whoever's whoever's driving people down, yeah, but that right? That makes a big difference. Uh, it does make a big difference. Yes, yes, I'm not a big exactly. I'm not a big system guy. I, I, by the people, that's what I would have said, yeah. but. Uh, but I, I'm okay, fine. So we're on the same page. But we don't have to be. It's okay. It's fine, right? Now, um, uh, now there there is a midrash though, and this midrash I do want to read inside. It's the second source on the second side. So um, the second paragraph on the second side of the page, um, and this midrash is very, very. Imp I, I I I thought it was very important when I learned it um, earlier. So look at this midrash. Shiftu Right. So judge the the case of the downtrodden, the orphan, the the poor. Right. Tirachamu ein ksivkan, elahat stiku. Hear what the midrash says? The the pasuk does not say 
have compassion on them. It says, judge them with righteousness. Be just, not compassionate. Do you see that? It says, I'll read the Pasuk again. Shiftu hatstiku. Right? Judge the, the case of the dal, the asom, ani verosh, hatstiku. Right? Make them righteous. Be righteous. It does not say, be compassionate. Why? Look what the Midrash says. Hatstiku aloves hadin. Right? Be just in the judgment. Lo bishvil shehu yasom, o ani, lo maralitein lo michel ashir. Don't sit in the court and say, this guy's rich and this guy's poor. It must be that the powerful are oppressing, right, those who are weaker. So it has to be that the people who are weaker are by definition correct and the powerful must be punished. Do not say that, the Midrash says. This is not about compassion. It is about justice. It's not about compassion. Because, <laughs> If in judgment you take from the rich and give to the poor, You're stealing. If, you, if the court case comes to you and you look at these guys and you say, this guy's rich and this guy's poor, I'm going to take from the rich and give to the poor even though the justice is with the rich guy. The rich guy is correct by the law. Then you are stealing as the judge. You think you're being compassionate, but you are stealing. And you're taking from me, God says. Because I distributed. I gave this guy, I made him successful, I allowed him to have this wealth. And you're taking what's rightfully his. That's not right. That's not right. The Midrash says that if you look carefully at the Tehillim, the Tehillim does say to judge the justice of those who don't have support, of those who are downtrodden, but it doesn't in this context. It, in many places, the Torah tells us we have to have compassion. In many places. But in this context, you don't find the concept of compassion and why not? And why not? Because it's just as much injustice. It's just as much injustice. The courts are supposed to be blind. That's why Lady Liberally, right, is blinded. She is covered, blindfold. Yes? Because the courts are supposed to be blind. The courts are supposed to judge um, justly by the by the law. Yeah? In the days, though, didn't they also, they had to dress the same? They had to be like the, the plaintiffs. It couldn't be... Yeah. Poor dressed man and a rich dressed yeah. man to have the same type yeah. of Fascinating. On, so yeah. There was no visual. Interesting. Really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Really interesting. Yeah. In Pasukimo, uh oh. Pasukimo, you say, Shitu Belviotan, Anivarash had speakers, even though you're saying you should be do justice, but it sounds like you're for the. Yeah, the right, which is exactly why I thought this midrash was so important. I think that, that, that you are correct. And, and the reason why it's written that way is because I think that throughout history, right, the judges and the justice would have favored the, the wealthy and, uh, and the prominent, right? And it was harder to find justice for the indigent, harder to find justice for the destitute, and harder to find justice for all of these groups of people, which is why the Tehillim is written that way, right? Um, which is, 
Yeah, exactly correct. Which is why I think this midrash is such an important counterbalance, right? Because because the midrash is pointing out, well, hold on a second. That's all true what I just said, but that doesn't mean that you should swing the court in the other direction where the court now becomes compassion-based and tilts justice um, away from from the from the the wealthy and and whatever right the court should just be just yes right that that's what it should be and however it comes out it comes out now by the way in halacha um that's the difference between say um the court of a of a based in and the court of the king the king always had courts right but the king's court was different than the Beisdin's court. I don't know if you guys remember this, but there's a story in the Tanakh, um, it's by David HaMelech, um, where uh, Nasan Hanavi comes to David HaMelech and he tells him the following story. You remember this? That there's a rich guy and a poor guy, right? And the rich guy steals the poor guy's, you know, uh, sheep, goat, right? And he uh, and he serves it to his guests. And what's the what's the halacha? Now, if Nasan HaNavi would have walked into a Beisdin and he would have asked that question, the Beisdin would have given him the following answer. The Beisdin would have said well the guy stole right and then he slaughtered it right so he has to pay four or five times right the amount that uh that he that he took from the other guy that's what the court would have ruled because that's the halacha but that's not what david amelech says what does david amelech say david amelech says death penalty that's not right but it is right because the king unlike the court has the ability to look at the facts and circumstances of the case and say, whoa, such wickedness. No, we cannot have that. The king also is allowed to do the reverse. He's allowed to look at the facts and the circumstances of the case and say, listen, I understand this is the letter of the law, but I'm going to rule leniently here because because look at what's going on here and see and see all this scenario. The king has the ability to do that. The king has the ability to do that in our court systems. But a regular court does not. The Sanhedrin does not have such an ability. The Sanhedrin has to rule with justice, whatever the law is. The Torah says this is the law. This is the this is this is how it is. The court does not have the ability to look at the two people and say, "Listen, the law is like this, but I I don't it's not reasonable to me." Thank you. Somebody got it. Yeah, right? No, the court is not allowed to do that. Not allowed to do that. That's not the... That's, oh, you got it too. Okay, good. No, thank you. Thank you. Okay. Oh, now people are... Okay, fine. Very good, right? Right? No, the court is... But the king is. The king is. That's the power of the king. The king is allowed to, the king is allowed to do that. Good. Let's finish the tale and we got, we got a few psukim left. We got we to gotta keep it in gear, right? I should have known better, right? Lo yadu v'lo yavinu, right? They, I'm, I'm, we're up to the next pasuk. Lo yadu, they don't know, v'lo yavinu, they don't understand. Bachashecha yisalachu, they walk in the darkness. Yimotu komos they are, it's they weaken all of the, the pillars of the of the earth. If you look in Rashi, right? Lo yadu, what, what don't they know? Hadayonim hamuvuasim esadin, the, the judges who are ruling um, uh, poorly, right? Who are doing um, um, poor judgment, right? They, they don't know what they're doing. They don't realize what they're doing. Lo yavinu, they don't understand. They are causing the whole world to walk in darkness. Why are they causing the whole world to walk in darkness? They're weakening the pillars of the earth. That's what Rashi says. Lo yadu, they don't know what they're doing. Lo yavinu, they don't understand. What the, don't they understand? They don't understand that they are causing us to walk in, in darkness. That's 
that's a Rashi. That's a Rashi says, and they're weakening the pillars of the earth. We'll explain in a second. Look at the Mitsudos. Lo yadu, they don't know. They don't understand the depths of the sin that they are performing. They are walking in darkness. See, Rashi thinks it means they're causing us to walk in darkness. We'll see why in a second. They, right, the, the, the Mitsudos thinks that the, these judges, they are walking in darkness. Not that they're causing us to walk in darkness, but they are walking in darkness. And they don't realize that they are stumbling so terribly and so badly. What is, what is the problem? What is so terrible about this? Look at the next two sources. The first is the Mishnah in Avos. Parak Aleph Mishnah Yudches. The Mishnah says, The world stands on three pillars. And what's the first pillar? Aladin. On judgment and on justice. Right? Because you cannot have civil society if there's nowhere to take um, grievance. You, you cannot... You cannot have society, right, if there's nowhere to deal with disagreements. You, 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 you just, we can't live together. And so if the court system is corrupt, then the whole society falls. Yeah, this is, yeah. so the, that's what it means when it says that the pillars, Yomotu Komos, they are. It's the pillars of the earth are weakening, literally. The pillars that uphold society, right, are, are coming out from underneath us. Because if we can't trust the courts, then, then where are we supposed to go? How are we supposed to live together, right? Beyond that, look at the Radak. Oh my gosh, right? Do you remember that there was a Mabul? Yeah? And what brought about the Mabul? Hamas, of course, they're terrible. Okay, fine. Right? No. Right? That, that Hamas means treachery. It means thievery. Right? That's what it means. What ultimately brought about the Mabul, it was a lot of bad stuff, but ultimately it was thievery. Right? And that's what the Radak writes. Right? No, you know what it means that, that the, the pillars of the earth are, are weakening? The pillars of the earth are, are weakening because when, when, when there's thievery, when there's no judgment and there's no justice, then then the earth weakens. God, God brings punishment in the, in, in the earth. God doesn't shine his light down on us the same way, which is why Rashi thinks that, that we walk in darkness because when the judges judge poorly, it causes darkness. Darkness, absence of light is, is better, right? But darkness is the absence of light, right? So it causes absence of light and it creates darkness. So the judges walk in darkness. They cause us to walk in darkness. They weaken the pillars of our civil society and they weaken the pillars of our spiritual world causing punishment to come down upon us. All of that here in this Pasuk. Lo yadu, lo yavinu, b'chasheicha yisalachu, yamotu komos tayaretz. Question. Yes, that is 100% correct. That is 100%. Going, going back to... Going, going back to the comment that I told you from Rabbi Hirsch in the very beginning. Exactly correct. It's not only us. It's the whole world. And when there's no judgment and no justice in the world, it's bad for everybody. It's bad for everybody. It's bad for everybody. It is. It's Hamas. It's what it is. No, 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 it is. It's funny. I know. I mean, you know, dark humor that we have in these days. It's what we have, you know? But, um, but it is. But it is. It is. Good, right? Uh, well, not good, but, 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 that's, but that's what we're up to, right? Um, okay, uh, look at... No, let's finish the Tehillim. Let's, let's, yeah, we're going to finish, and we're going to finish on time. Good. Ani, let's go to the next passage. Skip down to the next section. Ani Amarti... What? Uh, 
very hard. I try hard. Thank you. Ani, I appreciate it. Ani amarti elo. All right, everybody. Ani amarti Elohim atem uvnei alyon kulchem. I said this is the 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 song the song writer whoever wrote the song Asaf David right he says Ani amarti Elohim atem uvnei alyon kulchem. I said you judges right you could have been right the the not gods right but the officers Elohim atem right uvnei yon kulchem the sons of on high you could have been the leaders of of the community you could have carried us you you could have been the exemplars of society picked everybody up assisted helped allowed us to to live you know appropriately and well with each other ani amarti i said elohim atem uvnei yon kulchem you could have been like officers and and like 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 people on high Achain, however, however, next pasuk, ka'adam timusun, you will die like Adam. And if you look in the Mitsudos, I'm not going to read it, but he writes something amazing. He writes, Adam here doesn't mean man. It means Adam, like Adam Arishon, like the first man. Achain, ka'adam timusun, you will die like Adam. Why? What happened to Adam? Adam had a mission. He failed it. He had a commandment. He, he didn't fulfill it. And as a result, he brought death into the world. That's what the Meshower here, the songwriter here is saying. He's saying, I thought you could have been amazing. You could have been these great leaders. However, you're going to die like Adam, failing to fulfill your mission. You had, a, you had something. You had a commandment. You had a job. You could have, you could have done it. You failed it. And your fall will be great. When people realize that the, the judges of the world have failed us. You know when somebody falls from high, somebody like falls from grace, that's I think what you, what you call it. When somebody is high and then they, they fall from grace, it's much worse, right, than when somebody is, you know, just like, Regular, you know, and then they stumble. It's much worse, and that's what he writes. He says these judges—they're—they're they're on a pedestal. They're terrible, and when people realize that that they're terrible, when when we see the injustice and the iniquity, sometimes it's hard to cut through all that. But when when we see it and we point it out, just like like Adam, right? You know, uh, falling from Eden. He didn't actually fall, but tipolu, and they'll fall down like officers falling from high. It will be a terrible, uh, a terrible fall, you know, for them. And so, and so without anywhere to turn and with nowhere else to look, the Meshower, David HaMelech, Asaf, he turns to God and he says, Kum Elohim God, you have to judge. You have to judge. I have nowhere else to go. Ki because you, God, give inheritance to all of the nations. The world is yours. You divide it up. You give it where it's supposed to go. I, I have nowhere to take my grievance. Nowhere to get judgment and justice. And so, Kodesh Baruch I turn to you and I ask you, please, please, show yourself to the world and grant justice and fair judgment to everybody everybody here. That's the, that's the Parak of Tehillim. Tehillim uh, pay base. Um, I don't know. I think it's a fitting Parak of Tehillim for our times. I think there's what for us to, to daven for. And I hope that our learning of it together not only serves as our Torah learning, which that I know it does, but also helps us to say the Tehillim with more intent, with, uh, with more, uh, more kavana. Ah, that's a great, great question. The Gemara asks this question. It's the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah. 
and I don't remember what the Gemara says, but I'll 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 get it for you later. No, it's a Gemara Rashan. I just don't remember what the Gemara says. Um, I show you that, that. No, 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 no. Obvious, Shaila. I it just. What was that? Oh, it, it will in in the bottom of the sitter for sure. It will say. I just I don't remember. We can look it up later. But let's say the parak of Tehillim. Everybody ready? Tehillim pay base. We'll say it all together. Everybody ready? Mizmor liyasaf Elohim nitzav badas el bikerev Elohim yishbod admasai tishbetu avel ufinei rishayim tisu sela shiftu dal liyasom ani berosh atstiku paltu dal liyavion miad rishayim hatzilu. Lo yadu velo yavinu b'chashecha yisalachu yimotu komostei aretz ani amarti Elohim atem uvenei yon kulchem achein kadam timusun uchachar asarim tipolu kumo Elohim shavta aretz ki atasin chal bechol agoyim achinu kobeisi sonusinu b'tzarav ashev yom dim bein bayam uvein bayabasha hamakom yirachem alehem v'yotzim mitzara liracha mefelal yiram mishibud lugu Thank you, everybody. Everybody have a great night. Thank you.